0: Good morning. This is Bill Sullivan with uh, Denodo, a responsibility for the United States federal business here at Denodo. And it is my privilege to welcome Dave Nelson. Uh, Dave is currently the chief information officer and chief data officer at the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Dave, first and foremost, thank you for joining us and welcome this morning.
1: Yeah, thank you, Bill. I'm I'm looking forward to this. This is uh, this is exciting. Thank you.
0: I guess you had referenced earlier a couple of moments ago discussing the governance body within the NRC. And now is that, is that, I assume that's not just IT, that's the integrating IT to the overall mission or go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. We have different, we have different governance bodies. The one I was, was referring
1: to is just IT. Okay. Um, but you know, one of the things I would stress, um, I have the two roles, both CDO and, and CIO that, integrated into that IT strategic roadmap um, we've actually captured our entire data strategy too. And I know data is not IT. I fully understand the difference. And I, and I understand in some instances um, where it makes a lot of sense um, to kind of separate how those two are governed because there can be a push pull on that. I mean, in, in the healthcare arena, you know, there's, your your cdo is is going to be pushing to liberate the data and get it out there so the public can use it you know for their benefit and and different different you know researchers can use that data and combine it with other data and 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 you know cure cancer forever right. um, so so that cdo is going to be doing that while your your cio in that case is going to be looking after privacy you know which is pretty important in the health care business and, uh, you know, anonymizing data and, and arguing the other side of, you know, we have to do this in a, in a structured way. Mm -hmm. Here at, at, at our agency, um, it kind of, we're able to sort of look at the problems we're trying to solve and make sure that we're integrating the um, investment in data architecture or, you know, those, those first two pillars of our our data strategy are about sort of more of the architecture, but those are really um, integrated into the IT roadmap so that we can, we can prioritize those investments with solving the kinds of the problems that the mission needs to solve, whether it's a, a an IT infrastructure issue or it's a data infrastructure, we can prioritize those things and make sure that we're solving the right problems.
0: So, um, you may recall, we had met once before, I think, at a conversation, I referenced that uh, I'd had some experience with supercomputing back in the days of Cray, this is pre-cloud, and I think two or three of the largest use cases for supercomputer were were weather forecasting and nuclear modeling, Uh, and you're dealing with just massive, massive data sets there. What are some of the data management architectures you look for that you you have that you're putting in place that you think might help future proof you, uh, for, for the agency moving forward.
1: Yeah. So, um, the kinds of models you're talking about, you know, we do a lot of work just as DOE does. Um, you know, DOE is more on the promoting different types of energy, um, and, and making sure that, um, you know, those, those are viable sort of, um, solutions that can be added to the, the the portfolio for energy and stuff like that but sure. w- just like them we use we we use the labs quite a bit um those those ffrec labs that have been um put in place um to work with uh with the uh, public sector to to you know really have those kinds of supercomputing uh resources and capabilities to run that. We do have uh high performance computing um where we run some of our our own models
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and those we actually run in in one of the clouds uh, the um the ramp clouds um and you know we 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 take advantage of all the things that are um, available to from, from the cloud service providers when it comes to scaling to meet the needs of running those particular models and then being able to, you know, return those resources um, when we're done with the model that we're running. And of course, you know, then you really have to think about your architecture when it comes to what do you do with uh, the data that comes out of those models and you know, where do you keep it? Um, and it, it that can that can become a, a financial question as much as anything, but and a performance question. So there's a lot of balance between that do you use decisions.
0: Do you use multiple clouds? You, you you mentioned there's one in particular you use for FedRAMP. I'm not looking for an endorsement of any cloud. I don't yeah. work for any cloud vendor vendor <laughs> but it, um, just kind of curious about your architecture. And and second as a follow-up to that, what sort of KPIs do you adopt when using cloud? Please.
1: Yeah, we're, we are we do use multiple cloud service providers. Um, we are primarily in in a one cloud one of the FedRAMP clouds. Just because most of the work that we do, um, the regulatory licensing work, um, that kind of work is uh, is not is steady state. It's not the kind of thing that we need to sort of. Um, look at across the cloud service providers and determine which cloud service provider provides the most flexibility, the best costs when you're using different resources, building them up, bringing them down, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so for us, moving most of our business systems into the cloud, and we're probably about we're over fifty, closing closing on sixty percent of of all of our um, services are up in the cloud now.
0: No kidding. How does yeah. that compare? Do you know? Uh, it, I, think a, I think I think a lot it. of
1: agencies are further along than we are. Actually, really? yeah. um, When I joined seven years ago, we had very little up in the cloud. So we've right. been, we've been, we we do have a cloud smart um, strategy, and we are moving um, and and gaining momentum and and getting most of the rest of what we what we operate up in the cloud. I think some of the most difficult systems um, to try to figure out are, are more of our we, we deal with with sensitive material too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know DoD and other agencies have have solved that through some of the ways that they use. <clears> the <cloud. throat> um, but we, we haven't really done that yet. So um, but we we use primarily one cloud. We, the the high performance computing we actually currently run in a in a different cloud um, because it was one of the first things we moved up to the cloud um, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it it was it's it's had a fantastic return from from a lot of different both computing power um, but also from a from a security perspective because we don't have you know super high end workstations sitting under people's desks that. You know, aren't necessarily hooked to the network and updated regularly. Those are gone, so that good.
0: We oh yeah,
1: keep things in a much safer state. And in the, the stuff that we're running on those, is that can be sensitive too. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's kind of our so our is architecture there.
0: yeah that, that that ushers in a whole series of questions, and I'll, I'll try to condense them. Um, you know, as you shifted to cloud, and with you know, and obviously you scaled up the amount of data that you had available and the data that you, that you uh, could actually access and use for for everything from analytics to operations to uh, oversight. Um, what are the KPIs? How how have your KPIs? How you determine what is success and are we doing this correctly, or doing this well, or doing this right? How have those shifted as you've moved to the cloud environment? I think you have to look at. You know,
1: what are, what is the application you're, you're moving to the cloud. You have to baseline it and you have to have an understanding from the, your mission partner, what we're trying to achieve because, you know, just moving something to the cloud doesn't necessarily improve anything. And in fact, it can do the, it can do the opposite. So you have to sort of design to, to what you're trying to achieve yeah um, you know from your availability and your your speed and response and all the rest of those kinds of things um you know and and your network comes into into play with that too so it's not it's not one a size fits all um when you're defining your kpis i think you have to take each application and really think through it and and really work with your 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 mission partner on what we're trying to achieve what outcomes we're trying to to do. And then, then everybody can be successful. You can put the right amount of engineering into it, the right products into it, all the rest of that type of thing.
0: Do you sometimes find yourself suggesting to the business partner, um, what is possible based upon the new technology as they, they may not even. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've, I've had a few of those conversations. I'm sure every CIO has had where somebody brings a new technology to you and says, Hey, can't we use this somehow <laughs> you know it's yeah. uh uh and, and that's that, those are the kinds of it's that's where it's nice to be in a small agency where you can have those relationships and really have the conversations um and and work with your partners and in and talking about it because it's really yeah you know, i we suggest the technology many many times in fact most of the time in the in the architecture most of the time will come from us um um, those suggestions those alternatives those options will will be things that we define and provide to the mission but it's you know it's uh you really have to identify what the mission needs are um and it's it's even larger when you look at the enterprise itself Mm -hmm. um, and you're looking at the enterprise data needs um, I'm very much against build it and they will come because I don't know what questions I'm trying to, to answer.
0: We're also back to what's the, what's the efficacy of spend hard to do if you build it in hopes that they will come. Right.
1: It's that's absolutely true. Um, And it's, it's, it's a concern. I mean, I've seen some major programs go and spend that kind of money on, on technology and and either the technology doesn't meet the need or could have been met with a different technology in a better way, a more efficient way. Um, just really need to understand what that is.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, when we started as an agency building out the, you know, our whole Evidence Act plan and stuff like that, and, and what are the most important questions that the agency needs to to really um you know develop an evidence-based plan for um for responding to you really have to understand what we're trying to accomplish there and get that really well defined before you go you know looking for the solution to do it so um, you want to keep in mind what you have you want you know if you've got data and you've got it in Data lakes, or you've got it in you know your 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 data marts or your or your data warehouses. Um, you need you need to know what you have, how it's been put there, how it's being taken care of, um, how it's defined, all those types of things are important to you. Um, but and and you want to think about things as you're developing them, do they have other need? are there other places that the same these same data sets can be? can be used to answer other, you know, questions mm-hmm. across the, the enterprise.
0: Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed this and I thank you for the time uh, on behalf of uh, CDO magazine. We, we, we both thank you for, for your time and your insights. Mostly, I, I thank you for, uh, as I say, a firm hand on the tiller at what is a critically important element of government. Um, I guess anybody can get in touch with you via uh, the NRC website for any follow-up questions. Sure. Um, but thank you, Dave. It's, it, it's a yeah. pleasure, and, and I hope you have a great week.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate the opportunity to, to share some thoughts. Thank you, sir. Take care now.
0: Take care.